Welcome to Lovesick, the podcast where we dive into health, wellness, and relationships and their impact on the world today. Come be a part of the discussion and join our community by following us on YouTube, Instagram, and listening wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to the Lovesick podcast. I am your host, Jada Ford. With me is Dorothea Howard and Michael Fishman. I am super excited to have someone in the studio today, and I'm going to tell you why. If you are ever in Long Beach, okay, if you are having, I don't care what kind of day you're having, you could be having the crappiest day, you can be having the best day of all, but when you see this gentleman, the healing bear, dancing on the street, it is literally, it turns, it changes your mood completely. So today we have the healing bear, and I just wanted to say thank you also for coming on the show. Thank you and for having me. And we're so lucky, you know, to have you here and just want to get started. So I want to know, obviously, where the dancing came about. <laughs> well, it was like, um, it was first it was exercise, you know, running on the street, and then it just kind of evolved as I was evolving as a person, just evolved, you know, I was going through so much turmoil and contrast, you know, um, really bad time for me in a relationship. It was just weird. So then that was kind of my outlet, my therapy. I love that. And why do you call yourself the healing bear? Uh, because I'm a psychic <laughs> and I'm a healer. So I do um, psychic readings and I also do Reiki. Okay. And massage, so I help people with their bodies and attune their bodies and balance their bodies. So where do you dance? <laughs> <laughs> because people may want to come around and check you out. So where do you dance? I dance on 2nd Street, usually from one corner to the other. <laughs> and I just go around in a loop. <laughs> no, but you know, actually, that's a good point about the... Um, like for you that was healing because we talked about this recently in one of our shows where music was used for healing and I mean I can even think of times where certain songs put me in a certain kind of mood or a better mood and dancing brings out some kind of like endorphins natural endorphins and so just you know wherever you want to take us I don't want to get too much into your you know business business but I just for someone to just go out there and just dance and you're like, are you an outgoing person? Because I know personally, I probably could not do that. But then I just feel like when you do it, it just puts me in a good mood. And now I want to go dance with you. <laughs> uh, it's, it was just a process of like, I was my own worst enemy for so long. You know, I was bullied in school for being gay and like constantly. So it was just like a, a course where... I started discovering that, how long am I going to beat myself up, you know? And so it just kind of started fading away and fading away. And then one day, it just became a dance of confidence and an art expression, because that's what it feels like. It's like a painting, but I do it in a dance form. And, and I also like to teach other people that they can be out and they can do what I do and have the confidence, you know? I have a special place for women in my life because they always uplifted me, always like put me on a pedestal. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. And so I'm a big feminist. <laughs> and, um, and also for my community, LGBTQIA+, I want them to have the confidence to be who they are and thrive and you know, do what I do if they want and nothing is impossible. There's That's a beautiful really part of yeah. that. I mean. The energy part of it, I guess, is, is the part I want to touch on. Because I think we talk about healing. We talk about emotion, right? And you said you were in a traumatic kind of relationship. You were in a place. And you just mentioned how there were a lot of periods in your life where people kind of wore you down, right? Yeah, and and totally. I think the admittance, and not maybe I'm speaking for me, but I think maybe you'll agree with me, is I think we wear ourselves down, right? Maybe inadvertently. But I think we start to take on some of that. Mm -hmm. So this ability to like release it publicly, like I mean, Jada's been talking about you endlessly in, in the most beautiful ways. <laughs> Thank and I, you. I think it's yeah, she has. so it's All so good. important, right? Like, yeah. and it's how surprised are you, or maybe how empowered are you by how much this has kind of impacted other people or reached other people? Um, 
I, I see the change, especially in my friends and people I talk to on the street, you know, and even, you know, heterosexual men that I never had relationships with. You know, it was always, I had a huge block with, with heterosexual men because of the triggers that I had from the past. So now speaking to them and, and telling them what I do and why I do what I do, <laughs> it's, it, they look at, at life a little bit differently now, the people that I've engaged out on the street, because I will stop and I will talk to people and say, and have beautiful conversations. And that's what I love about it too. What's that turning point from when you said you were being bullied and stuff in school? What's that turning point where you're like, okay, this is enough. I'm tired of, you know, feeling this way. What is that? What got you to that point where you're like, no, and now I need to make myself happy and have other people be happy too? Yeah, it started uh, around 18. And I had left um, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, so it was 17, 18 process. When I reached 18, I remember I was riding the train and I was waiting for it. And some and guy came up to me and, you know, you know what he called me. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's when I kind of had my first surgence of, of like power. And I said, what are you going to do about it? And that changed for me. Like from that moment on, even though I went through contrast, that 18 being 18 and saying that kind of kind of led me on this road to where I am now. I love that. Contrast. And you know, that's really helping people what you're doing because you're letting them know it's not okay to be bullied. And then you take that and you turn it around and you empower yourself, but then you're also empowering other people. So when you're out there dancing, I got to ask, do people join you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How beautiful, right? <laughs> the spontaneous part of that's going right. to right? The energy exchange yeah, of like, yeah. it's, it's why everybody does any kind of entertainment, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like performance is meant to be shared, right? Yep. And I think we get negative at times and we share this negativity in society. And I'm glad that we're starting to kind of find these spaces. And like what you do totally changes somebody. I mean, Jay just talked about it. You changed her whole day, right? Like, yeah, yeah. She, she came back and told everybody. So this is your fan right here because uh, she, thank she you. is your fan. You, she came back and told all of us, you know, wow. and you wow. have to see him. And I thought, I've never seen him there, you know, and she just constantly, she was like your hallelujah crowd, thank which you. is thank really you, awesome because she really, she was really, you know, when she saw you, it actually made her feel good. You know, and then she wanted to share the information about you and say, you know, mom, we need to have him on the show. Wow. And I thought, yeah, it's because he's empowering people. And that's the beauty of this show, because it's it's not just chronic illnesses or rare diseases. It's like a lot of there's a lot of things very inclusive. Right. So like when you were saying as far as like the how, how that's healing for you, when I. When I was younger, and I remember, I remember I had this one bully. And oh. she used to. Mm-hmm. So I used to have this bully when I was young. No, yes. seriously. Yes, and, she did. But I was able to transfer some of that into being like working in theater and stuff because it gave me a chance to, I, was, I wasn't great on stage, but it was, it was fun. And it got me like out of my show a little bit more. And I was more confident after that. And like, I think it just. If we could teach kids at a younger age, like Michael does teams, like team sports. We were talking about that, how it brings, you know, confidence in kids. I just, you know, I love, would love something, just anything to, to be an outlet and it makes you feel good. And I want kids to be able to, or people, adults, you know, it's just oh, yes. to feel confident. Adults get bullied too. Yeah, but just to feel <laughs> confident in their own skin and with their own selves, because you're not going to please everybody. So why does why the hell does it matter what you yeah. go there and do? <laughs> well, and I would say, Ernesto, maybe for you, maybe you could describe it for us of like, what's it like when you go out at the beginning of a day? To, mm. And what does it feel like over the course of the day? Because it's got a shift along the way. I think everybody's been bullied at some point. Sure. Yeah. Yep. The type and the impact is different. And I think we always have to be conscious of that because we don't really know what other people's experiences are. But like, what's that energy exchange? Like, what's that initial at the beginning? And then what are the moments for you throughout the day that you're like, 
God, I love to do this. You mean in terms of, of dance? Yeah. Yeah. When I start, I start kind of in meditation. And then I go into calisthenics to kind of make my body really strong for the dance. So I kind of do the inner work. Um, and then and then I do weights, you know, to the outer work. And then I just kind of know when to start. It's like there's something in my body that shifts. And I say, okay, I'm, I'm here. And then even through the dance, I have moments where I, I said, well, this and this and this. Or what about these people over here? This, and then I have to ship it, shift it. I'm sorry, you just said ship. <laughs> Shift it. Gotta ship right. it. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. We can say whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, talk about everything. Everything's yeah. on the table. <laughs> we can go anywhere you want. <laughs> it like there's there's a thing that I have to kind of talk to myself and say, transmute this mm. while, while I'm doing the dance. Transmute this, and and then it it gets transmuted. Then I move on from it, and it was something very interesting, like a little side story. I have a friend and he's been watching me out and about. So he texted me on Instagram and can I say that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. okay. No, I know. Uh, yeah. You pretty much say yeah. whatever you want. Say what you want. <laughs> um, and he said that when he, when he watches me dance and there's kind of, you know, there's where he sees toxic masculinity, he says that those people change their energy fast because they see someone that's saying, this person doesn't care about what I think about his dance or his performance or his experience. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting because I'd never seen it from that, that point of view, you know, where mm -hmm. it's like I didn't see that, but he saw that aspect and I thought, wow. That's great. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Can I? But, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. You know, what I was thinking um, hearing you talk, it seems like it's just more than just dance. It's mind, body, and spirit. And that's what you bring into it. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to go out and dance today. But you have a thought process that you put into it. And that's what I think that healing is and why it's so, you know, important. And also, it's just great of what you're doing. But I did have another question. Have you encountered any bullies while you're out there dancing? Because I know it's a, you got your crowd that love you, and then you have the bullies. Yeah, it's... um. When I first started the process, because I came from San Diego, close to three, two to three years ago, and then I started dancing. So the beginning stages of dancing down there, there was a lot. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of bullies, but I have this mantra and like this belief that I always say, "Goddess is with me," and <laughs> yeah. And then it, when I when I put and even if I say it out loud, like I envelop the goddess energy. People move away that are that are trying to hmm. infiltrate into my vibe. So they'll move away. Once you say goddess for some reason, right. they run. Yeah. They run the other way. Yeah. I love your spirit. Thank you. <laughs> I really do. I can see how you can attract the people no matter who's out there. And I can see how you can intimidate the bullies because the people <laughs> that are trying to just like mess up your day. Yeah. You don't allow them to do that. Yep, and so the way that your energy just comes out at everyone, it's like a shield. You it can't is. mess with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I like it. I do too. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned doing energy work. So kind yes. of in a way, this is all different, just different forms yes. of kind of that energy work. Maybe for people, could you talk about that a little bit, about energy work, about some of the other kind of healing modalities that you use and utilize? Because I think... We're looking for a holistic, like a holistic approach to this. And I want people to hear it from your perspective, if you could, Ernesto. Yeah, it's um, the energy work. Um, it started when I was 21, but it didn't, I was still developing and growing. So it, when I reached Saturn Returns, which is a huge planetary change um, in metaphysics, um, it changed for me when I started getting into my, own vibrational power mm. and so I started seeing people and and you know being a little catalyst for people and their health and for myself I do it as well like I can clear myself of energy through I do Reiki on myself to 
clear myself of unwanted things, thought patterns, um, and things like that. It's, it's really helped the expression of dance, but it's also helped my soul, helped me as a person, you know, to talk to people you know, like you and all of you here and to be able to relate not just with myself and my beliefs, but with everyone else and their beliefs and, and vibe with everyone's beliefs because we're all different. That's yeah. true. It is true. Have you ever been asked um, to like attend events as a guest because of the dancing and, you know, companies or organizations or even just individuals ask you to come and dance for them at their event? Not that way, but just as people I know in, in Long Beach or they contact me on Instagram to kind of just um, do a little dance with them. And I do it. You know, I go and say, I like to dance. I'm going to be here. So I join them. Um, the, thing with, with, um, the thing with the dance, it's like I was telling you, I don't want to hustle for anything. I just want to allow. Mm. Like allow. And I don't want to have ownership over anything. Just want to allow. Yeah. <laughs> Can you talk about that a little bit? Can you talk about kind of your philosophy? I, there's a beautiful soul presence to you, right? And and I think it kind of resonates with people and kind of exudes out of your dance, but I think it exudes in everything. And you even kind of mentioned, I'm going to ask you in a minute about social media, but maybe we can start with with that part. Like, how does that work for you? What is that? You have a very grounded, very soulful powerful healing space. How does that manifest for you and how do you help others with it? Um, it was just that allowing thing. It was just through contrast, like ultimate contrast, you know. Um, you know, I was very physically abused as a child and mentally abused by my stepfather. Mm. So that all that contrast and all that contrast kind of got me into the space of just Allowing what allowing and and forgiving. Forgiving is a big one because um I learned that all of that resentment and anger that I had toward my stepfather was hurting me. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, he's already passed away, so no. why am I still holding on to all of this? So I said, you know, it's just life experiences and I don't want to judge him for it at this point in my life. Because he probably went through a hundredfold what I went through in his upbringing. So I don't. So I started to see maybe, he's, maybe he was treated this way. Maybe he was treated this way by his father, his mother, or people around him. So when I start delving into that, it takes away that anger and that stigma and that memory. So I'm able to see him in a different light as just a soul that was just very confused. Mm-hmm. at the time it's the shifting yeah. i think yeah. and it, that that does a huge wow even just the way you would even talk to yourself like if you were looking in the mirror the way certain things that you like say things like you know sorry i try to be mindful of how i even sometimes i always want to like beat myself up or do something and i'm like if you just change a word or two it it's a total shift and it's like a it, it's it's insane how how much it can change, but the power, but that's why the forgiving, it's like maybe for yourself, and I can't put words in your mouth, but maybe for yourself, you just felt like to forgive because it's like, well, now I need to feel better about my day or myself. Wow. And, and that's, that's powerful. And, and one point that I want to really make is that, and this just recently happened within the last two weeks where I felt like I was still in in the ownership quality of like people around me and situations. And I didn't like that. So I started working with that too. I said, I don't want to own anyone. You know, um, I don't want to know any situation. So it started, the thing that happened was I, I went to, I went to go see someone at a sky, sky rise in downtown. And this person was like very negative toward me. And then almost like it was awakening moment where I said, maybe he's going through a breakup. Maybe someone in his family passed away. And then I'm getting emotional. And then I said, this is when he leads love the most. Oh, yeah. That is powerful. And that was like an incredible shift. Yeah. Right. Where it was just like, oh, 
Right. Yeah. That's super powerful. Yeah, you realize it wasn't you that's it. personally, yep. but it's actually oh. that person that was going through whatever it is and really didn't know how to communicate yeah. that with you. But um, yeah, it's sorry that you had to go through that <laughs> with, you know, the person. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it hurts. Yeah. You know what I mean? It hurts. <laughs> and that's, it's yeah. sad, but, you know, at least you had that different thought yeah. process and what you do prepared you for that. Yeah, that's actually shift. prepared you. That's right. the point of the shift. It's like it's yeah. weird because I would go on sites, you know, that you rate people before in the past, and I said, I'm not there anymore. Mm. It's just people are humans. They go through so much contrast in the day to day. I don't want to add any more burden on this person, and I'm going to send him love because he needs it the most at that moment. You know, it's just yep. it's weird because to get to that, it's almost like a like blocks just come down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. Well, I, I think yeah. it's beautiful it's compassion, but it's also it's understanding. And I think this is one of the things is there's a part of us almost that we're trained by society to make everything personal. Agreed. Right? Yep. And, and yes. we need to step away from that for a moment. And whether it be dealing with an illness, dealing with a family member who may or may not be a positive place in your life at the current time, whether it's a relationship that can become toxic or even just meeting people on the street, right? Yep. Like you meet people, you don't have any concept of what they're going through. And so understanding, and maybe they're in a bad place, having some compassion and understanding, I think it gives you a place to release a lot of that and not make it so personal. Because when it, it comes personal, nature. then you start to wear it too. Yeah, like, and carry it. Yeah, and carry it, yeah. You know, like you, you mentioned with your stepfather, anytime people, almost all kids go through trauma. Now, I'm a firm believer that that nobody really gets through childhood and, and adolescence without some. But some of it's much more extreme. To be able to turn and look at that and have the wisdom and the compassion to say, he probably went through, you, I think you said a hundred times maybe that, right? Like uh. that you're realizing that what you're receiving from them while detrimental for you a lot of times is emblematic or symptomatic yep. of something they experienced and didn't know how to process or didn't, and, and they passed it to you in this very strange way. And the only way for you to keep from passing it to somebody else is to process that energy, right? You use the word transmute it, which I love, yeah. is transmute that energy. And that's such a valuable component of it. When you start using your gifts, like when you come into a room of, of all of us and all this energy, right? What does that mean? Yeah. I'm curious. Like, like, like what, is, what is your instinct, your reaction? What is your, like, what do you take in? I just, um, it's very organic for me. Like, you know, it's, um, I just kind of feel the energy, you know. When I first talked to Jada on Instagram, I just felt that from her. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this podcast with oh. her because it's, I love the name, by the way. <laughs> Thank Lovesick. you. I love the name. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, even mind. I was like, that was her. Oh, but yeah, Lovesick. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like. Which she thought of, actually. It's beautiful. Yes. And it really kind of drew me in. But coming into a space like this, I'm, I'm always open and I respect people's beliefs how they are, how their energy is, you know, even when it comes to like touchy subjects like politics, I don't get involved in that way so much because that's what the person is going through. That's what they're vibing or the contrast that they need at the time. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like diffusing all of that and seeing people as people and pretty much it. Yeah. Just <laughs> that no. answers your question. Yeah. No, it's good. But I, it's, really it's also yes. like, I think with, the energy and the Reiki, and maybe you can explain a little bit what Reiki is just for some of our listeners who may not know, but um, in dealing with a childhood trauma, now, a lot of sicknesses come from traumas. And that's what we've discussed before, where it's like uh, people take on their trauma and then they get phys like physically ill. And, and it ca causes diseases too. And it's, and I think unblocking it and that's why we talked between like holistic and medicine mm -hmm. is medicine in itself because it's literally clearing the pathways of 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 all that stuff all the trauma 
and it's keeping you from, you know, holding it all in. Um, but I do want to know how you got into Reiki and could you tell us a little bit about what it is um, and, and why you got started? It's just kind of something that happened to me, which is weird. Uh, it's just um, my friend was very sick at one time and he got a death sentence. So, Ooh. and that was early on around, I don't remember, I think somewhere in my 20s, I don't remember right now, but I started kind of just putting my hands on his head and, and his body. And I think at that time he had pneumonia. And I was saying, can I do this? Like it was just like experiencing, can I do this? Right. <laughs> so I started kind of doing that and it kind of just, something without even knowing what Reiki was. It was just weird. It just kind of happened naturally. And then I started developing it. I said, um, you know, I can do this. What I do is I'll cut like a, it's called a compression release, which I take the person's traumatic energy field through my own body. Now, see, now I move the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then let it out of my body safely. So let's say someone's going through Let's say someone's family or a member passed away and they have a lot of pain and sorrow. I'm able to take all that pain and sorrow and transmute it out of my body. You're a natural healer. You, I, I mean, mean really, like you are a natural healer. I mean, sitting here when we first met, because I've never met you before, <laughs> and as you were talking, I'm thinking, I'm just ready for him to sing. <laughs> because I thought you were a singer, too. Because, you know, I knew you were a dancer, but I thought, like, you know, he's got this smooth voice. I'm ready for him to say some notes. Can you say you know? I can. Oh. <laughs> I do sing when I'm dancing, too. Oh, wow. Just, just straighten my vocal cords. Kind oh, and, see, and, I read you. Yeah, you, you did. <laughs> you see? Look. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. It was something about you, and I thought, I bet he could sing. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that, but I thought it, you know. But it's true. You said you could sing. Yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, just kind of. So I you like... want to show us? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding you anyway. Stra I like to straighten my vocal cords, but it's, yeah. it's almost like a fun process of what can I do with my voice? It's like a, I, I thrive on challenges. Like this is why, why <laughs> I do what I do because it's a challenge. Can I get past my depression? Can I get past forgiving this person? You know, can I yeah. do all that? So for me, it's like challenges really help me thrive and discover things about myself. So. I, I love challenges. I think that's awesome. Yeah. The first time you get out there and you're dancing on the street, did it happen organically? Was it just a moment where you were like, because you, you mentioned you started running, right? You were yes. running the area. Yeah. Did it start with like, you're just feeling the music and you just <laughs> felt like it? Or did it, was it like, you know, and this is what I'll say, all my friends who are in the gay community, the LGBTQAI, have felt compressed for large periods of their life. And I don't want to speak for you, but that's been my experience. Is people in society put all these blocks on you, this, this pressure, right? At least that's been my experience. Was it, I just want to let it all out? Was it organic in the moment? Like, what, what prompted that? What, what was the big moment of release? Yeah, it was, it was me ending a relationship like at that time coming into long i consider long beach my sanctuary city okay. because mm -hmm. it kind of took me i was doing it a little bit in san diego while i was dancing but when i came to long beach and leaving this relationship that i had um i, I kind of like started discovering more things about myself so when i started dancing it was just it was just um just running and then occasional little dance but it wasn't like Right. It was just like I, I kind of was testing myself mm -hmm. and test, testing the releasing around me. right, like releasing yeah. yourself, like yeah. like going out into the world and opening yourself. Yep. Yeah. Let's and, see how far I can go. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> well, and the beautiful thing is that's largely what we do as kids, right? But the problem yeah. is what happens is people start to hammer you or start to like judge, like judge or, or, mm -hmm. or yeah. people say things, right? And then mm -hmm. you start to compress yourself a little, and you're like, oh, this isn't the place, or oh, people won't accept me, right? So then you get quieter and you get smaller, right? Where yeah. it comes to using your Shrink voice, yourself. using yep. your art. And then all of a sudden, you start getting this kind of healthy space. You start going, oh, I'm going to let this out. And then you're just like, 
And then you get to a point where you're like, watch me, like, <laughs> like, like let it out, right? And then, and then all of a sudden, people are going, oh, wow. And they watch your freedom. And I feel like yeah. freedom leads to other people's freedom, right? Because people go, oh, that he's authentically letting it out, expressing in all of these ways. I mean, Jada told you, it literally has changed multiple days for her. And it, Seriously. It, it like has yeah. shifted. Yeah. It's amazing. She, yeah. really, she really talked about it. And I think it's important that you yeah. also hear that. Because yeah, so often we tell people when we don't like things. And yes. as a society, we're we really good at like for telling that. people when, right. we, when we don't like something. Or right. right now we're in this really negative space where we love to tell everybody our opinions or what's wrong with everything else or what's wrong with that political group or this group or that belief system. What we don't do is stop and say, oh, my God, you're awesome. Right? Like, oh, that is phenomenal. Oh, I want to hear more about the goddess. Right? right? Like, yeah. I hear words come from you. Even contrast, right? I would love to know what that word really means to you because you use it in such a beautiful way for people like all of these things. We don't celebrate each other enough. We don't celebrate life enough. And I think that's a beautiful thing is you went out and said, I'm almost like, screw it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be me. <laughs> and then it's like, no, I'm going to be all of me. And then yeah. it's like other people are like, yeah, I want to be me too. Right? I mean, here, listen, right. Jane and I will come dance with you. Yep. I, like, is the person, when Jane, really? Jane, 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 Jane is like, I'm going to go dance with him. I said, so when are we going? And she's like, you're going to go too? I was like, absolutely. I, listen, I don't have a lot of shame. And, 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 I, and I, but I'm not going to be good. But man, will I back you up on anything you want? I'm in. I'm yeah, in. you this just want to stand you. back and just. <laughs> That's beautiful. But you will be center stage. That's what I will say. That's beautiful, Michael. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it's, contrast for me is, is the thing that I used to find I, like a dirty word. I just say, oh, all this contrast and all this heartache. And, and then when I started using it to, in dance to kind of transmute it, and I said, I'm going to transmute this from a, a contrasting rock to a diamond and just kind of like. That's, that's how I got a, a positive for something that seems so negative. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. I think it's a beautiful expression. And I, I wanted you to express that for people because I think words are powerful, right? And I think for people, we have to find the words that fit for us. Mm -hmm. And that one has really worked for you. And you may have just given it as a gift to our audience because I, I hope someone, it's so easy nowadays to hold on to negative stuff. The news is negative. Yep. Stories are negative. Even social media at times, right? Yep. So to find the positive or find the way to kind of transmute that or find the way where you can acknowledge a negative moment or a negative element and then find the good in it or change it, like that's healing all in its own. So I love the way you express that. Thank, mm -hmm. you. Thank you. I also learned something about the ego, which I was always fighting all my life with being a Leo. It's like, Ego, 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 you know? <laughs> and, and I had to make friends with the ego because it's almost like it helps you to say, you're kind of a little out of alignment, but almost allowing it to happen for that moment. Like let the ego burst for a moment and then just seeing it and just, oh, it's going to do its thing. I'll wait a couple seconds and then move on from it. And it's just like making the ego your friend kind of helps you to see if you're out of in alignment with who you are or what you're doing. So that's how also the ego has changed for me too. Nice. That's beautiful. I like the process of meditation. This is yeah, something that I'm too. learning yeah. myself, but it is one of those things that it does change the course of my day. Um, in the mornings, like I probably talk about this on the show all the time, about but, <laughs> and but I'm, I'm not kidding. I will sit out because, because I used to be so like, go, go, go. Yes. And then I would literally one day I was like, I'm going to get up early and I'm just going to sit out front with my coffee, watch the sunrise. Mm -hmm. And then literally that just nothing else. And to me, that completely changes my entire morning or day because I give myself, like I allow myself to kind of be in my own thoughts. So every time people talk about meditation, I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting so much better. Like that's my right. version of meditation. And so um, I'm just proud of myself and I just had to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it. it's yeah. like, do like you said, do you? Like yeah. for me, and she knows what I'm getting ready to say, <laughs> I'm the beach person. So I love to go to the beach and that's my meditation because just hearing the ocean, it just does something to me mentally. You know, I just feel yeah. like, you don't think about you don't think about anything 
you just let it all in. And that's my healing, just to go there and just breathe. Yep. You know, that's, that's what I do. I, I, I go there and I breathe. I take deep breaths and I get it Every all morning, in. Every morning, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love it. That's, she drinks her coffee. I go to the beach. And, and yeah. you dance, yeah. you know, but you have a process. Yeah. With, with Jada, like, I'm in reverence because it takes a lot for a Taurus woman to get to that place. It, um, sure it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's beautiful because you're discovering things about yourself now. Yeah. 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 And with you being a Gemini, mm -hmm. you know, you're so grounded. Mm. You know, and I think you probably went through a process, mm -hmm. but you're so beautifully grounded. Right. Yeah, for an air sign, it's it's like that's your power. Yeah. To ground your air sign, mm -hmm. and then you can fly further. Yeah. yeah. And with Michael, yeah. and with Michael, I kind of felt like you have such beautiful emotions. It's like you're so in your feeling area, which is very rare for a man sometimes. Right. But it's it's beautiful. I appreciate it. Yeah. You mentioned using. Your social media, like a platform. I'm gonna try and get your social media to just blow up. Yeah, you deserve <laughs> yeah, lots definitely. of respect and lots of opportunity. <laughs> yeah, so we I, gotta I know, get I know that you're out not there. Seeking, but what you mentioned, what comes to you, you're welcoming. Right. So I'm gonna help. Yeah, find get it out. In your <laughs> get so maybe out. you could tell people what your social media yes. is before, yes. if you're okay with it. Yes, it's it's the it's the underscore healing bear. Yeah, the underscore healing bear. So you know, yeah, come That's check it out. But, you know, you connected with Jada via social media. Yes. I'm a big believer. I'm one of the rare people who actually reads my own social media, and I love to connect with people that way. I try to be 100% authentic. It's one of the ways That's that Jada and I reconnect. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned a couple times having these kind of conversations with people or connecting people that way. I find that you can have this amazing energy connection if you're authentic. But yes. I feel like most people are terrified to, to be so. Do you find that to be the case, and do you use it for that? Yes, the social media, I, I got so comfortable with myself that I'm able to just, like, because I, I do a lot of videos, and I'm able to talk in the moment, and I hardly edit any of it because I like the organic things that are coming to me in the moment. Mm -hmm. And then from that, I have a lot of people that vibe with this. I love this. I learned a little bit about this. And like when it comes to reading, especially on my dancing, I don't read any of the, the commentary that's negative because I just don't want it. I'm not there. Yeah. yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. And it's, it's not healthy. Yeah, it's, it's not healthy. healthy. And here's what not, I would say. No. You guys can all. Is it healthy to read all your comments though too? You I'm know just, what? I'm I do. No. And I'll tell you, I know you do. And I'll tell you yeah. why. Because I'm, I'm a freak in this way. I, like, I flip it. And if you want to talk about transmuting, I love when people send me negative comments. Because a lot of times my response is something along the same lines of what you said earlier is that people think I'm trolling them, but I'm really honestly like, if it made you feel better to say this horrible thing to me, that's like, like I hope your day got better. And people get so mad, <laughs> but it is in, it's like authentically me. Cause I'm like, look, if it made you feel better to seek me out and send me some, and I, mine's not a highlight reel. And I, there's lots of times I talk about stuff that I struggle. I used to do these for over a year and a half, I did lives like two or three times a week where yep. I let people come in and talk about anything. And we we talked about stuff that was so heavy. And every once in a while, there'd be just contrast, right? I, there'd be somebody who's really struggling, who was triggered in some way and had to come in and spew something negative. And I always try to be compassionate about like, I have no idea what you're going through. I don't know why that's the thing that set you off. I don't know why, you know... Um, you know, I had a trans woman on the show, like uh, like on this live one time, and people started getting very angry and very rude to her. And I'm like, for me, I like it almost. You know, they talked about she drinks her coffee and does her meditation. <laughs> Dot goes to the beach. I engage trolls and like try to transmute it. Like, I know that sounds terrible, but kind like, of. But, but like, it for makes me, you feel good. Like, me, I love to do something kind. And I know it sounds weird, but like there is a piece to That's me. That's not that. weird. It's like I go. Well, it is weird. I, 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 I'm very he strange. Not I'm not shy away from shy away from being weird. No, right, I, right. I, I embrace okay. it. And authentically, like I actually, I would rather you send that hate to me than to send it to her. 
And I would love if you'd send me that hate and I can have the conversation with you because if I can get you for a moment to lighten or open up for a moment and have a compassionate conversation, right? It means she didn't get attacked, right? And she gets attacked enough, right? So if I can stand in that space and not take it all super personal, right? And like stand strong and be compassionate through it, it's not that it doesn't get to me. And it's not that I don't feel it or that I don't have empathy. It's, it's that I literally take that and use it as motivation. I'm, you know, Jada and I talk about this. It's one of the things we kind of bonded over as friends is I have this belief, and it sounds like this is your journey too, is I think you get two choices with your trauma. Your trauma can either start defining you and you carry your scars and you live by them, or it becomes your mission. And I think diseases are the same way. Your disease, whatever you're dealing with as a human being, it either becomes your mission and you go, I don't want other people to experience that. I want to make it better. I want the world to be a better place. I want to do the most with my time. Or sometimes in a low vibration moment, you sit in it and you go, oh my, this is what I'm dealing with. And you're allowed to have those moments. It's it allowed to suck, you. right? Yes. But it doesn't have to define you and it can become the motivator. And if it becomes your motivator, you're in a really powerful, authentic space to me. So that's what I love about social media is where the, listen, I, Jada laughs at me all the time because she's like, how were you today? I'm like, well, I got a couple death threats. And I got, and, that's what he does. I got a couple death threats and, and, and stuff. No, and a normal, a normal person who grew up with a normal background might go, you got a death threat. Like Jada first time said, she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, this is, this is the world. I like, yeah. that's been happening in my life since I was like eight or nine years old. So if I took every one of them and made it, if I took their pain, their trauma, and personalized it all, I, I don't know that I would even last very long, let alone right. I would be a very miserable person, Absolutely. right? Yep. And I think this is a healing thing for people too. I know it sounds strange, but that has to be in some ways, you get a choice about your perspective on it or how you take it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our perspective over life changes, right? You were talking about your stepfather, right? And how that transitioned for you. You're inherently so powerful when you say that. And I, I hope, I pray, I, I wish for people who are watching, who are listening, that you can have that moment. That the thing that used to hurt Absolutely. you or make you sad or drive yep. you nuts mm-hmm. can be your power, right? And can be the moment where you have compassion, where it makes you see somebody and go, you know, I had two really super brief stints in homelessness. So I'm a huge advocate. I help homeless people all the time. Um, you know, we talked about being around the LGBTQAI community. And those are my peeps, man. I, I, and I love it. And I love when people express right. But I hate when people come and put pressure on them, or beat on them, right. all of that. And I think it's, It takes a lot more energy to be mean, I feel. It does. It's a, like, you know? Yeah. And it, and it doesn't take that much once you get there. Yeah. To change it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Dance because you want to dance. Take your moment in the morning. Go to right. the beach. Hit up a troll online and <laughs> throw it back at it. Like, you know, I go to the beach too. You know, I have some other Actually, I coach kids, right? Like, that's a release for me. Right. I volunteer in a hospital. Like, there's a part of me that's like, and most of that, nobody will ever see. I think that's the other part. Do the things that are authentically, like, when you started dancing, it wasn't so other people would notice. Yes. Right? Like, it was you noticed, right? You noticed, like, you three or four times today, you mentioned what you felt like inside. Mm -hmm. And I hope people hear that because I hope if you're sick, you're dealing with a toxic relationship, if you're you're hurting, all of that's valid. You have to sit in those moments, right? We have to have that, the grief moments. But then you can start letting it out, right? Like, you you can have your healing moment. You can have your love moment. You can love the sick moment, right? Yep. As a love sick. I mean, I think that's part of what we started right. here. It's like you find it. And what are those other moments for you? We know dancing. What what are your other ones? Like what are the, you know? I think the I think what it is, it's just me on a day-to-day basis. Just, you know, I have my phone with me and every time I feel that I'm having a new realization for myself. I put it right up there on, I record it right away because it's little tidbits of moment. And 
even when it comes to driving and, you know, going from A to B, especially when driving, you know, there's so much turmoil on the streets and there's so much frustration. So what I started doing is imagining without a car, but driving. So I started doing this imagery where people are driving without a car. And it looked really cuckoo to me. <laughs> and, and that cuckoo-ness of it got me to be more empathetic. You know, they're rushing to here. You know, they're having their kids, having problems with their kids, with their husband, and has nothing to do with you. If they cut you off or they scream at you or they flip you off, it mm -hmm. has to do with what's going on in them that they can't transmute and can't let out. And it manifests into a result. Mm -hmm. See, I'm, I'll keep moving. That's the okay, that's okay. <laughs> but that's really important. Yeah. Because I, I do think a lot of times we do take things really personal and we forget that somebody's going through something or it's not about us. It's about that person. So right. yeah. I'm with you on that and that's And that's why you're here. You're here to help. You're here to help the continued, you know, blessings for people of healing. You're sharing a journey with, I'm sure there's someone out there that is going through or that's already gone through something like that and they don't know how to process it. But you being here, your presence, you're helping people to maybe process something that they didn't understand. Yeah. And, and just you telling that story, you don't know, one person, two people, yeah. how many people, the fact that you're helping. And this is why we have this show for people to come on, share the journey, because you get a lot of people that don't want to talk about things. So you can't help people if you're afraid to share what's happening to you or what happened to you. But the more people open up, there is always somebody to say, oh, my gosh, that happened to me. Same thing. Yep. Oh, yep. my goodness, that just happened to me. Yep. And, and then you make them smile because they're like, well, look at him. He's helping people. He's dancing. He's doing all these great things. You know, I can turn my my few and, and put the flame up a little bit and do whatever it is that they like. Not necessarily they have to dance, but whatever they like, they can say, you know what? Let me go out and do something that I like for other people. Not And even though you're doing it for yourself, but you're actually doing it for other people. Yeah, I just, I was also working at, I won't mention the store name. But I was working in in cosmetics, mm -hmm. and it and I was. How can I tell? <laughs> I can tell. I can, can you tell? tell? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I I was I was the the manager of a certain line, and then my associate at the time came over and said, um, "You're not going to like it here." And wow. it was, it was, she wasn't being negative about it. Mm -hmm. She was just kind of telling me the truth. Um, and I said, oh, she said, you must be, but first I'm going to, I'm going to digress. So if <laughs> she said, oh, you must be the new manager. And I said, listen, honey, um, <laughs> <laughs> the manager thing is, you know, to get paid more, but I don't like those titles. Mm. Oh. And I said, you and I are associates. We're coworkers. We're gonna vibe together. She is my best friend in the family. Wow. Wow. It's like I took that <laughs> and you just changed it. You just I took transferred that, it. you know, that weirdness, like mm -hmm. that hierarchy that happens sometimes. Yep. And I said, You not you and I are just associates and we're gonna do what we you know, where we paid to do here and that's it. Right. And, and it's it's like and then from that, that's when it started like started branching out more. And all the associates around me, I said, you're great. You're great. You can do everything. Most of them left because they found that they're... That they are great. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and like, Jane and I talk about this all the That's time. That's why I was looking at them. <laughs> we have these conversations about hierarchy. Like, yeah. You know, we've worked in entertainment for so many years. Yeah. Hierarchy is a huge thing. And people, people literally make their life on titles, right? Mm -hmm. and, and titles change everything. And I could not care less. Now, I, I acknowledge that's a benefit of the fact that most of my life I've had a title, right? So maybe I didn't have to fight for it as long as some people did, right? But I've also worked a, like 
pardon my, I work some really terrible, I'm going to say shippy jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I work, some, I work some real shippy jobs yeah, along the way. I work, some, I work some, some, some things you wouldn't wish on other people, right? And so, I, you know, like, yeah, we're going to, we're always, we almost we're gonna into like what we do with right our now, kids. That shippy. Um, but I, you know, I don't love titles. Yeah. You know, I was a coach for years and years. It's a team, right? I have a team mentality. And I, I think that's a big part of it. When you strip away the titles, it, and talking about health, it's one of the things I think gets in the way of health and healing is titles. Uh, doctor, nurse, this, this division of communication, division of power, right? No, we're all teammates on this journey to help somebody get better or to heal. There it is. And if we look yep. at it that way, I think we get so much further. Right. Because we, we start defining everybody by these titles, and the first thing that happens is, People feel less than or more than. That part. And, and the minute you d divide people, we're not equipped to work together. So like you said, we're associates. I love that. I love like, that too. Because that's, that's the way great. it is. Yeah. That's and I, fantastic. There, there's a healing nature to that. And you said a lot of people have left, right? And for some people in the audience, they're probably their initial thoughts. Like, oh, yeah, they left. No, no they launched somewhere, yes. right? Yes. Like my job is to launch people. Yes. If I don't launch anybody failed and just like you said you launched these people right they launched into something different something better something bigger that's beautiful i love that yeah they're like yeah. i matter <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah. i mean no yeah. it's true like i matter like yeah. he said something that just like struck a chord like they're like okay yeah maybe i should be doing something else but even thanking people after them doing their jobs it makes you feel more like feel good empowered like I always, when I was on set, I always thank everybody. And a lot of people, you know, they're like, well, it is my job. This is what I do. But it's like, yes, but I still appreciate right. what you've done. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Here's the funny part. When's the first time you and I met? Because we've never said this. But when is the first time we officially like just met? And oh, yeah. When I, oh, I met Michael. Oh, my goodness. A long time ago. Like, like 25 20, years. Was it 25 20, years? 20, 25 what? years ago. Was the first time we met. That's a, nobody really knew. Right. Well, I knew who he was, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was at an event. But our interaction wow. yeah. was pretty basic like this, right? Like it was a normal human interaction as opposed to your experience with a lot of other people. Yeah. Even at the same event, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, it was a DVD launch thing. Mm -hmm. like it was like, I want to say it was like 1999 or 2000. It had to at least early been, it had to be an early 2000s because I didn't get here until well, Especially DVD. And so, <laughs> but, right, right, yeah. <laughs> what are that those tell, things? That <laughs> tells it right there. DVD. No, but that was now the thing he said frisbees. to me. Was, were we nice? And because when we... Well, I knew right. I was, but well, I know, yeah. <laughs> but that but that's the truth, right? Yeah, yeah. Like thanking people, right? And what's funny is we had no idea all these years later yeah. we'd end up in this kind of environment. Now we're working together and and, and right. building partnerships, right? But if I had been a horrible jerk, yep, Jada would have been like, <laughs> stuff that guy. <laughs> You know, he, he's a little ship, right? Like, yep. right, right you know, like we would have just absolutely just right. gone. Like I would there's no way we could have these conversations. Like, no. and then the conversation we've had now, it really is born out of just moments of normal decency and kindness. And I was thinking about you dancing, right? Obviously it shifted Jada. And the shift you put in Jada made a shift with Dot. <laughs> Yeah. Which made a shift. He's like, me. he's got to be here. <laughs> right? You, you need to get him here so we can find out his journey. Yeah. And so yes. now you shifted at least three, three of us. Right? right. These are just the ones in front of you. And I don't think people get to hear this enough. So I really want to. Like, oh, wait. There was a full one. Oh. Oh. oh! <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. There he is. Thanks, Solomon. Thank and, you. And as you shift, right? Yeah, we can show I that. can't help but think to myself, because I work with kids, right? You see this beautiful <laughs> artistic dance happening yes. on the street. And here's the first thing that comes up in my mind is somewhere there's some young kid who's terrified of who they are. There it is. Who sees this yep. and life got a little easier because yes. of that you healed them, right? Like that someone goes, it's okay to be me. Yep. It's okay for me to dance through my schoolyard where they may get bullied anyway. It's okay for me to dance in the hallways of my high school. It's okay for me to 
just be silly or wear the shirt I want to wear. Like maybe it's not dance because that's not their thing, but like for yeah. a moment, right? Yeah. Like you gave us that gift and yep. I hope that you know you that I, I'm <laughs> sure that there are kids who, you know, drive down Second Street in Long Beach and through Belmont Shore <laughs> who some of those kids come from very secluded, refined, repressed families mm -hmm. is what I'm going to say. Right. That's a nice way to put that. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> That's true, though. And they get to see you for a moment and probably laugh and smile. And every once in a while probably say silly things to you or even every once in a while might even say not nice things, right? Yeah. And then two miles down the road, you stick in their head and there's a freedom there that you is. gave them, That's right? Yep. And I think this is also like, this is what I tell you, because I'm sure that there are people who give you pushback. And you know this because you touched on it. Sometimes people give you pushback because they kind of are afraid of the freedom that you're having. Mm -hmm. And they say something terrible. And then two miles down the road, yes, they were rude to you. And we already talked about not personalizing that. But while they shamed you or tried to insult you, two miles down the road, you gave them a freedom that may have given them the gift. And maybe you just planted the seed. And so you got a, you got a payback of hate. But you also gave them the gift of a freedom that they would have never known. And so yeah. I hope sometimes when you hear these things, maybe the next time someone says something negative or is, first of all, I'd love to be standing next to you because I'll just, I, I got your back. <laughs> but, you know, but in the nature of that is like, some things we say, people are going to react negatively. I think that's what I love about, the, when I said I love the troll when it comes to social media, because that's what it is to me. Yeah, then have the conversation with me and let's have that moment because I know a day later, two months later, a year later, it may hit you different. And all of a sudden you may realize the compassion, like you're giving people a gift and you may spark something and you won't see the outcome of it, right? It's like reverberations on yeah. water, right? Yeah, even right now talking, I have this awakening moment right now where so beautifully said because I didn't even go there like I didn't see it that way like sometimes when I would get the pushback and and now that you said it it just makes so much sense because I've never seen that other side yeah. of like how I can be impacting someone that's not necessarily someone that's um liking at that moment so yeah thank you and sometimes their yeah. fear causes them to lash out right mm -hmm. or jealousy or yeah or jealousy or because they wish that they could do yes it. that's it and they and that yes that feeling inside them scares them initially yeah. so they say something ugly yep. or push back mm -hmm. but then they go home there's a little piece of them probably dancing inside right too, saying, yep. because they yeah. wish they were him <laughs> yeah. and had the courage to to do what he's doing you find a lot of people are, are envious of others because they wish that they could well they're just be like that yeah they and, lack and the confidence right like that. you said it could be any of those or they're shrunken, right. like we were saying. Any of yeah. those reasons, but a lot of times it's one of those reasons. Yeah. You know? Yeah, beautiful. What would said. you tell people, unless <laughs> everybody else has more questions, but what would you tell people uh, as we close, something that will resonate with everyone that's listening and watching right now? I would say just never be afraid to be yourself and who you are, and whenever you have that soul burst out, just go with it, because it's healing, it's powerful, it's, it just breaks all these barriers that we have as humans. It's just being yourself and having this heart chakra just open. It's a beautiful thing, and it's also very healing. Yeah, that's, that's well said. Well that is said. a beautiful yeah. way to wrap up. Yeah. No surprise there. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> well said. Just want to thank you, Ernesto, and 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 just for telling your story. And yes, I think it's thank just you. it's all beautiful. And for anyone listening, please, I hope you have learned something today. <laughs> I yes. don't know how to say ship now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just take it to heart, right? Just, just take, take it to heart. Take yeah. The right. lesson. Take the message. Mm -hmm. Because the message that we give each other, if we're willing to listen, right? what you said is so powerful. May they trust in who they are. Right. May they embrace their uniqueness. And may they love the people around them through the good, the bad, the sickness, the, the struggle, 
and going back to what you started with, may they have understanding and compassion. Right. To lead to some yeah. of the forgiveness of the moments people trespass against them. You know right. what I mean? Like, like maybe that's what they need. So thanks everybody for coming and being part of it. And thank you. Thank you thank for giving you. us such beautiful wisdom and light. It's my pleasure. Thank, thank you, Jada. Thank you so much. God, Michael, <laughs> thank for having you so me much here. for it's, being here. It's an honor. Enlightening <laughs> us. <laughs> giving us your energy to, to continue to dance. And you can find all of us on the street dancing. Because <laughs> that's what's coming next. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yes, thanks for being here. Such a pleasure.